Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Motherfucking Podcast. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're not back yet. We're not back. We're not back. I don't don't get don't get like that and think, oh, scene coming back. It's gonna be nah, nah, nah. I ain't ready yet. Um, because there's still a lot of things that I have left to do. Well, not a lot. Not a lot. Is I'm saying a lot dramatically, but there's still a few things. One probably in particular that I'll be discussing in this episode, but this episode actually prompted the reality of where we're going. So let me run it back. As you've seen from the episode, we're talking about butterfly wings, right? And I kind of have to give this this out because it's more of a download than anything. Um, it's a major download and it's been on my mind for like a couple weeks now. And being that I've been trying to adjust and uh, get other things in order, I haven't been able to like release any of the information that I've been getting out of this download, and it's a lot. So I decided to do it now. But I'm in a space where I'm, I'm currently in a space of it's not transition, it's not transformation, it's not evolution. It's like all of that shit is done. It is acceptance it is adjusting to the different i guess phases of where i'm going into if you've seen if you've been following me if you've been following me for years you know that this is complete you know that everything that i've been trying to do as far as the just seen brand has been leading up to this point especially if you follow me on instagram and you've seen it like you've seen the evolution you've seen all of that shit right but you're seeing also the final piece. So I, I want to take a moment to thank and give a, give appreciation to everybody who's been rocking with me along this journey for all of this time. Still, like from beginning to end, if you if you first found me in 2015, 2016-ish, like that's when all of this started. And for you to still be on this journey, for you to be rocking with me, for you to be a part of every bit of the growth of evolution from the So Frail series, from Hitting It Raw, from... Master the market and flavor with inflation, uh, the shadow ban, uh, everything. Like if you've been a part of everything that I've been um, putting together, the videos on YouTube, the transition into the podcast. Like I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. You feel me? Um, this episode ain't for you, but I'm just saying thank you now because <laughs> you are greatly appreciated. Because y'all have been the fuel that has propelled me to completion. Y'all have been the fuel that has given me, the, even the people who have, you know, book chatting with seeing sessions and all of this, like y'all have been the fuel that have made all of this possible. All of this possible, allowing me to continue, allowing me to, to grow, allowing me to thrive. And I just wanted to say that real quick, but let me get back to the episode before I lose all of this shit that I got going on. So as you've seen from the title, we're calling this shit butterfly wings, right? Because there's a point of there's a there's a there's a small window that we often don't discuss, and this is what came to me in the download. Like there's a small window that we often don't discuss, and it's like the butterfly wings. Like, and it took me back to a time when I was like six, six or seven. I've always had a, 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 a I don't want to use the word weird. I've always had an elevated energy about myself. I've always had an elevated spirit to where I was able to connect with anything of nature. So when I was young, I used to catch butterflies 
but <laughs> I never used a net. I never really had to sneak up on them. I just sat still and said, I want the butterfly to land on me and it would land on me. Uh, first time I realized I, I could do it, it was me and my sister chilling. No, she wasn't there the first time. She was there the second time. So me and my sister, well, the first time I was there, I was just sitting down on this little thing towards the riverbank. This back when I was in California. And the butterfly, it was black and yellow. i never forget it. It just kept flying around me. And so I just sat still. And I kind of I kind of put my fingers out, like, in a very weird stance. I don't know what made me do it. But I put my fingers out like that. And I said, I want the butterfly to land on me. And it landed on me. And when a butterfly landed on me, it's like I was able to touch the butterfly. Not just with it, like, not just, like, you know, in the sense of I was touching it because it landed on me. No, I raised my hand up, grabbed the wings. I didn't have to be slow. I didn't have to be patient. The butterfly would not move while I was there. It's almost like I pet it, but I kind of grabbed it and a substance came off of its wings. It was a powder. And I was like, the fuck is this? I didn't know butterflies had powder. So I would ask people like, yo, butterflies got dirt on their wings or something? And I was like, no, because nobody had Nobody around me had caught a butterfly before. So I went on a little mission. I would catch butterflies, moths, all these things. They always had dust on their wings. And I was like, what the fuck does this mean? And it got me thinking like, you know, so eventually somebody told me as I was doing research and I was getting more closer into it, gravitating towards that frequency, somebody who knew butterflies said, yeah, butterflies, um, if they ever lose all of the dust on their wings, it's because they die. I was like, man, you bullshit. I ain't really know that. I still didn't look that up. I don't know, but I'm just speaking on in general from the um, death. So it was like, in my perspective, this is what ties into the metaphor, this download. It's like, so that means if they lose their dust, they die. So when they gain their dust, they living. And it then took me into when butterflies emerge from the cocoon, they don't fly immediately. They have to they have to dry their wings off. And as the wings dry from coming out of the cocoon, dust comes onto the wings and that's what ultimately gives the butterfly life and that's what this episode is going to be about the transition after coming out of a cocoon and knowing that you're at a cocoon and settling into the space where you're getting the dust and this is one of the reasons why i'm like if y'all see like i'm all over the place i got the music and all of the shit i'm not it's it's nothing is all over the place is now fine-tuned to where it was it seemed like there was a lot of shit that i had going on before but now you see how it's all consolidated into just seeing and I'm in the space where my wings are starting to get dusty again. Not again, but my wings are starting to get dusty. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore sing underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSing.com to get all things that are just sing. To all those who tip, donate, sponsors to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, sponsors to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. And you know the vibes as always. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into impromptu pop-ups 36, butterflies wings or the wings of a butterfly or butterflies wings or the wings. We're going to come back and we're going to dive into impromptu, th- impromptu pop-up 36, wings of the butterfly. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a SoForel series to your library? visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, 
visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ah, hell yeah, I like the wings of the butterfly. I like that title better. So, um... Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and dive in and we're going to get straight into it. Like, watching that, Geo, if you watch it or if you just even seen a butterfly emerge out of cocoon, it never, it takes some time to take flight. But when we're watching it on that Geo and shit, like, what ends up happening is that it's a time lapse. So it it kind of looks like motherfucking the bitch come out of the cocoon and then in five minutes it's going to fly. Mm-mm, that's not what happens. That's not what happens at all. And then when we consider that time lapse, right? The time lapse is is in perspective. It's not necessarily even even relative. It's in pers- well, it's relative, but it's in perspective, and it's in scale. That's what it is. You know how you be in school, you be like, yo, this is in scale because it matches the thing. So even though they sped it up, they sped the entire process up from going into the cocoon, coming out of the cocoon. So when we think about the time lapse, typically, I don't know from the Nat Geo shit that I've seen. Typically, the time lapse um condenses the cocoon shit down into like the cocoon time down into like three minutes or so and then the butterfly emerges out and then after that the butterfly after the butterfly emerges out in about another minute maybe or no i ain't gonna say minute, about another 30 seconds or so the butterflies you know trying to dry its wings off flapping and shit but when we put that into scale you do you know how long a cocoon a butterfly remains in cocoon it's a couple weeks it's a couple weeks. So if a butterfly is remaining in a cocoon for a couple weeks, and we're going to put this, I'm just using, you know, let's say three weeks. I don't know if it's three, but let's just say for three weeks, then that would mean that as the comparison of three minutes and three weeks, and then you have 30 seconds, right? That's like a couple days. It's like three or four days, three and a half days, so to speak. So it takes a butterfly three and a half days to let its wings dry and get the dust on them to fly. That's very powerful in 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 my perspective. I'm looking at it like that's a very powerful example and metaphor because sometimes when we come out of transitions in life, we just try to jump straight into the shit. We're not ready. And we don't sit into the moment to let our wings get dust. And it 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 put different shit into perspective for me because it's like, now again, I don't really know if it's, I'm just using those numbers because they're arbitrary and easy to work with three, three weeks as compared to the wings drying for three and a half days. It could be four weeks and four days. I don't know, but I'm using it because when that time lapse happens, it's like, Hmm, a butterfly doesn't just come out of cocoon and then fly right then. It has to, it not only does it have to adjust to its wings, it has to, it has to adjust to its transformation transformation and its evolution it is not the same species anymore it is not the same entity it is not the same being it is a whole different thing a butterfly and a caterpillar are not the same thing and it's like it makes you wonder like we can look at it from the outside in when we when we're looking at nature when we're observing a butterfly but how hard is it to observe it in a human because you're the same person 
like relatively like your face looks the same you feel me like you're the same energy but internally you know you're different you know you've changed now what does your surroundings look like here's where i'm going with that when we consider the butterfly and the surroundings right it's now in a different habitat the habitat of the butterfly is not the same habitat as the caterpillar you dig what i'm saying i hope you're walking with me this and you're starting to see where i'm going with this with this episode the habitat of the motherfucking butterfly is not the same habitat as the caterpillar. But when does the butterfly register that it's not in the same habitat? Because you have to think about it like this. Externally, we can see that the butterfly has changed. But internally, the experiences, the less, I don't know. I'm not a butterfly, but I feel all sentient beings have souls. The soul of the caterpillar is still trans, the soul of the caterpillar is the same as the soul of the uh, butterfly. Like that's one life. Even though it, it doesn't go into the cocoon and die, it transforms. So that soul is still there. The soul is just trans, transitioning into a new entity, a new, into a new being, right? But it's like all of the memories of the caterpillar are still there. All of the memories of everything that is going through is still there. You dig what I'm saying? And this transition that now has to be incorporated within the, uh, the butterfly has to say, I'm not a caterpillar anymore. But does it really know that it's not a caterpillar anymore because it's responding from his soul? Yeah, it looks, let's metaphorically say, it looks down and looks at it and I don't have, I don't have 20 legs no more. I got six. The fuck? Wait a minute. I'm not long and straight no more, bruh. I got dimensions and I got wings. What the fuck are these big ass things on my back now? I have long ass antennas on my forehead. I have to adjust to the new me. This time pocket in which you emerge out of cocoon is when you have to adjust to your to the new you. Now, when we look at an actual timeline of a butterfly, uh, let's say a butterfly lives about what, a couple months or some shit. The actual lifespan of a caterpillar from birth out of the thing to the cocoon and shit, all of that other shit. But let's say it lives about uh, uh, six, seven months, maybe that timeline. Compare that to a human, the life expectancy of like a year or so. I mean, a year. <laughs> That's like 80 years or so. You feel me? Hope. Hey, I don't know, bro. It's relative. It's relative. You feel what I'm saying? So when we're looking at it from that perspective, it's like when you go through your transformation, you come out a different motherfucker, but it's like your soul still holds on to all of the experiences. Right? The only thing the the, the the difference with us as humans is that we don't have a physical transformation. We definitely have a spiritual transformation. We definitely have a, a mental transformation, but we don't have a physical transformation. And because of that, our circumstances don't warrant certain shit. But it doesn't stop the fact that we have come into an evolution that requires us to no longer live how we used to live. You do what I'm saying? Walk with me on that. Walk with me on that. When your spirit changes, when your mind changes, when everything evolves out of you, you have to figure out that you are now in a different habitat. Reason why I'm using this example and I'm talking about the habitats and shit like that now, excuse me, excuse me, referencing it back to myself and what I was actually saying, like coming to the point like, yo, I'm getting dust on my wings now. My wings are drying. Excuse me. Had a burp and that was the first time it came out when I kept trying, but I'm at the point now, like I said, where I'm at the part where I'm getting dust on my wings. And it's the habitat is changing. And it's changed so much that I'm looking around like 
in my habitat and I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't, I can't be here no more. Like not only from the physical aspect, but mentally and spiritually, like there's no, there's nothing the same anymore. Nothing's the same. And the sad, it's not sad, but it's a, it's an evolutionary piece because it's like when you growing and you transforming and evolving out of life, like the people around, like the people from the habitat or the, the, the energies from the habitat, I'm not just going to say the people, the souls that are in this habitat that I have to leave from didn't, didn't go through the cocoon. They're still caterpillars. And because they're still caterpillars, they can't understand what it is to speak as a butterfly. And because the butterfly has now gone through the process, it still has the soul it had when it was a caterpillar. So it's speaking to the caterpillars like, bitch, you can become a fucking butterfly. But the caterpillars have not, their spirit has not seen the butterfly. Their spirit only has been a living, their soul has only been experiencing as a caterpillar. Sometimes, and this this metaphor, it came to me because largely in, in the space that I'm in right now, I'm realizing that I had two options. Either I stopped fucking with people out of spite or I start fucking with people out of peace. Out of spite was... When I was doing it out of spite, it's because I was addressing the shit out of a crabs in a barrel mentality. You feel what I'm saying? That automatically comes with a negative connotation. So when you think about crabs, oh, y'all niggas trying to pull me back. These niggas can't hold me back. Fuck these motherfuckers. They, you feel me? And you apply that to shit and you, you develop a spiteful energy. These are lessons that I learned inside of Cocoon. But you develop that spiteful energy to where you focus on the crab in the barrel because your only thing is that these people want to come down. They want to pull me down, but you're not realizing the perspective of can they see any better? So when I shifted it to where it's like, yo, I got to do this out of peace. It wasn't out of spite. It became out of peace. That's when the butterfly shit started. The caterpillar started to come up. Like you can't tell a caterpillar that they can become a butterfly. It's impossible for them to fathom that they can become a butterfly. Something just triggers within them to where they go when they start creating something and they transform into the butterfly. You have to become the butterfly first. You have to become the butterfly first to even realize that a caterpillar can become the butterfly. You see what I'm saying? I hope you fuck with me on this one. So when a butterfly comes out of the cocoon and it goes back and it's like, yo, you go back and you speak in the caterpillars that, yo, you can, I'm not going in that cocoon to come out like that. I'm not the same. I know that's the point. You're not supposed to remain the same, but you choose to. So as humans, we have to look at it from that perspective. I still honor and I still accept the crabs in a barrel reality. I know that's real, but I can't look at it like that anymore because it was making me spiteful. It was making me feel like, yo, they were intentionally trying to sabotage me or people were intentionally fucking with me or just not being able to get it. Or it's like, no, motherfucker, you have become a butterfly. You're speaking to caterpillars. It's a different reality at that point. When you speak to other butterflies, it's like, yeah, bro, they not going to get it. It's like, yeah, bro, the caterpillars are, you feel me? They different, but they the same. But the butterfly understands that the caterpillar has the capacity to change because its soul is still the same. It has the same soul that it had as a caterpillar as it does as a butterfly, but it went through the entire process. Caterpillars have not gone through the, the caterpillars. You don't know what you don't know. So the caterpillar doesn't even know that there is a process that it is going to go into where it goes into a cocoon. 
Even when nature kicks in and the caterpillar says, you know what? It's time for me to start spinning this silk that's sitting in my ass and make something. I don't know what I'm about to make. This is a perfect example, bro. It's like spinning the silk saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to make. Now I want to wrap myself with it. Now I want to hang from a tree and shit. I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. This is what's going on in the mind of a person who has not seen or gone through the places that you've gone through. And when you are in a space where you're trying to put the onus on yourself is, and now I'm more so speaking on, on myself, it's like you're trying to put the onus on yourself is, yo, I want to invoke change. I want to make people see that they can be better and shit like that. I want motherfuckers to transform into butterflies. You can't. Because the caterpillar doesn't know that a butterfly is what's supposed to come next. I did a dramatic pause for that one because I need y'all to feel me on that. The caterpillar doesn't know that it's supposed to turn into a butterfly. For all the caterpillar knows when it's spinning the silk, it's like, yo, when I, whatever is about to happen, I'm about to take a long ass nap and I'm going to come out. It's still a caterpillar. But when it does come out and it's like, hold up, homie, I'm not the same. Where my legs go? Imagine that, bro. Sis, all y'all, you go into a motherfucking dark ass room and you got a hundred legs. It ain't got a hundred legs. I'm exaggerating. That's a middle piece of the piece. But you got a hundred legs, bro. And then you come out and you only got six. Nothing's wrong with you, though. You're not broken. You're not hurt. You're different. But your soul only remembers one thing. How many days, how much time has to elapse for you to get to a point where you start to accept, I'm not that. And that's where that phase is when a butterfly gets the dust on its wings. And the reality that I'm seeing is like, and this is, these are the things that I was talking about. Like, if you've been following, if you follow me like recently as of December 5th, if you've been following me recently, I got a couple posts where I was speaking on timeline shifts. And when we look at timeline shifts, we think timeline is like, yo, no, a timeline shift is when. See, time is not even a matter of duration. It's a matter of an event. And it's, it's our association with an event. That's why things of our past can have significance or greatness depending. It, the time doesn't matter. Don't remember that this shit happened at 8.02 on January 7th. We don't remember that shit. But we remember the event. And we remember how the event made us feel and how we associated with that. And the deeper the association, the longer the time is. You see what I'm saying? So when we're shifting the timeline, it's because we are changing how we choose to be associated with specific events in life. You feel what I'm saying? One example that I can use that relates to me in regards to this conversation and, you know, entrepreneurship became something that I had to realize that I had to do because I realized I could not have the old association and the old relationship I once had with poverty. Because time, the, the, the time is the replicated event and the circumstances that keep coming back. But as long as my association with poverty was, this is supposed to be for me. This is a part of the curse of a religion that was given to me. This is a part of all of these things. I accept that reality for myself. When I changed that reality, the timeline shifted. I'm no longer living on a timeline of an impoverished person. It's a whole different reality once you separate the duration and numbers and clocks and all of that shit from time, months and days. It changes because when you look at time for what it really is, it's your association with a specific event and your life being and the that that event being the cause to create the effects of your life. 
when you learn how to say, I'm not associating this way with that, I change the effects because I'm now transitioning into a new cause, right? So that was just one dynamic in which I was starting to look at life. Like I've been in, a, I didn't realize I was in a cocoon since 2015, 2016. Yeah, I was still producing works, giving so frail, giving magic, like creating these things, but these things were products of the cocoon. You feel me? I never realized that. It's and it's it's for for me. It's kind of bittersweet. And I ain't gonna say it's bittersweet. I ain't gonna say it's bitter, because it's 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 amazing to know that I did that shit in the cocoon. Like I I, I wasn't the butterfly anymore. I wasn't the butterfly. And I damn sure wasn't the caterpillar anymore. It's like, so what space was I in when I was doing all of that shit? These are parts of the download. I'm not trying to make it all about myself. But as I'm sitting and I'm looking like, damn, I was producing these things in a butterfly, in a cocoon. Because those things were my cocoon. Do you feel where I'm going with that? Like, those things were my cocoon. Master in the market. Flavor with inflation, hitting it raw, uh, the hitting it raw course, uh, well, program, uh, so for a one, two, three, those are my cocoon. So it's not, sometimes it's not so much as the things that you're creating are, have to come after you're ready. Sometimes the things that you're creating are making you ready. And it hit me heavy because you feel me? I love them to life. But the reality is the reality. Me and my brother would just recently have a conversation and it got kind of intense because it was like we're speaking on two different things. It was a caterpillar speaking to an emerged butterfly. It's like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? And it it something that that kind of got me again because I learned how to see it from a different perspective. At first I was like on some nigga, you a crab in a barrel, blah, blah, blah. But then I, I took a step back. I was like, nah. It's not that he can't believe me. He can't perceive what I'm saying. And the conversation was, he was like, yeah, because we ain't had no father. So you feel me? I got to step in and I got to say certain things and I got to do certain. I was like, bro, did you not read so frail one, two and three? I know we didn't have a father. I know which things that we have to adjust and, and, and get to. What the fuck are you talking about? You feel what I'm saying? And it showed the disconnect, but it showed the connection at the same time. I took a step back and I was like, wow, I had to, I had to, I had to come to the peace of it all because I said, wow, it's not about people believing you. Sometimes we get wrapped up in the, I'm trying to prove a point. I'm trying to prove this point. This was me at a, at a, at a point of this post cocoon and shit. This is, and this started in 2016. I definitely started in 2016. I've since transitioned out of that, but it was like, I'm going to prove you motherfuckers that I, you can't prove anything to somebody who does not have the perception to see what you see. I was going to prove that y'all, we not going to be able to retire. We have to, we're going to have to learn how to trade and invest. We're going to have to eat better. We're going to have to have intellectual property. We're going to have to have these things. I'm going to prove to y'all. I'm going to make y'all believe me. And so like, and every time, no matter how many stars and ratings my books got on, on, on Amazon and shit, no matter what I did, no matter how many, it, it just didn't, it would never compute. And I was getting frustrated in the earlier years because I'm like, y'all ain't believing me. They can't. And the thing about belief now, you feel me? <laughs> like even this podcast is a part of the cocoon. Like, a lot of the belief aspect, belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, you can't get somebody to believe something if they can't perceive it. 
they can't perceive it anyway. Do you, do you feel what I'm saying? What I'm saying? So it's like in the conversation that me and him are having, we're talking about, you know, our father not being there and shit and how, because he's the older brother. He's like, yeah, I'm just that third. And I'm like, nigga, I know what we missed. <laughs> and I figured out what we supposed to have. But it's like, I can't convince him to read my books. I can't show him that, nigga, I know what the fuck we we lacked as 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 kids, as boys growing up without fathers. I know, nigga, do you not know? I got so frail conversations. But it didn't matter because he still can't perceive what it is that I'm talking about. The reason why is because I'm not who I am to him. Now, this goes into what I'm saying about the caterpillar. When he looks at me, he sees a caterpillar. He can't see a butterfly because this is the this is the separation point that I was talking about. A butterfly actually has wings and definitive things, but the soul, even though the soul has changed and transformed, and the soul still remains the same. But it's like as humans, as humans, we don't have that full definitive transformation to where a motherfucker can look at you and say, "Yeah, you're different." So when you're looking at a family member, you're looking at a sibling, they're going to see the caterpillar. It's like, nigga, I'm not a caterpillar anymore. Y'all can't see that I'm not a caterpillar, but I'm not a caterpillar no more. Like, I don't, oh, no, nah, you still a cat. I'm not. I'm flying. I'm about to start flying, bro. I can't crawl no more. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? You feel what I'm saying? And these conversations and these moments are hard to get through because I ain't going to say hard to get through, but it's hard to make people see it because you can't make them believe it. Because they're still looking at you from the perspective of a caterpillar. Imagine, now I'm bringing it back. Imagine telling a motherfucker, yo, I can fly. Imagine telling a motherfucker with no wings that you can fly. They can't perceive flying. And then telling that same motherfucker, you can fly too. Not now, but you got to go through some shit to be able to fly. Fuck that. I ain't got no wings. Nigga, I know. I'm speaking as caterpillars and shit. Nigga, I know you don't have wings yet, but if you go through this fucking... You're going to go through a process that's going to give you some wings, then you can fly. Nigga, no, I'm a caterpillar. I'm not a butterfly. Nigga, you're going to become a fucking butterfly. No, the fuck I'm not. What the fuck you think happens when you go in a cocoon? What cocoon? I ain't even built no cocoon yet. Oh, shit. Damn, my bad. Do you see where I'm going with that? Sometimes it's not so much as crabs in a barrel, bro. It's butterflies and caterpillars. I used to get so jaded at, at, I used to get so, so, so wrapped up into the crabs in the barrel mentality and shit and be like, you feel me? Cause it, it brought about anger, it brings about spite. And you be thinking people really hating on you. You be thinking people really can't believe. No, it's not that they don't believe you. They don't, they can't perceive it. And you have to show them. The sad part is that once you show them, they have to figure out how to get into the cocoon themselves. We're also in a world where once we change and we evolve, we don't know. Like, you know how that phrase goes, it's lonely at the top. And y'all, y'all have heard me say, I've even done it in the jam sessions. I'm like, yo, it's lonely at the top because you're scared to befriend your equals. Because your soul is still tied to you being a butterfly. I mean, um, a caterpillar. Because your soul can't erase the experiences you had as a caterpillar when you was crawling on the grass, eating a little blaze of the Louise, dodging the birds and shit. When you heard the calls, you got to go hide under this. You feel me? Those things are still a part of your soul when you become a butterfly. Nothing changes. But you have to get to the adaptation stage where you can say, I'm a butterfly now. Imagine believing that you're a caterpillar 
even when you change it to a butterfly, now you just only want to hang with caterpillars. No, nigga, now you need to go start flying with butterflies. Go get the black butterflies, monarchs. Go start hanging with the motherfucking butterflies, homie. But we don't know that part of the evolution. Because the transformation that comes like, when we look at change, right? Change is threefold, right? You have change for one, then you have transformation, then you have evolution. I spoke about this in, in so far three. And this is crazy. Like, these are the things that I'm saying. Like, I was like, yo, the whole time, that was the cocoon. That was the cocoon. The branding, the marketing, the advertising, everything that I've been going through over these last years has been the cocoon. You feel me? The preparation for everything, even down to my music, like being able to to learn the business side and things of that nature. Like speaking of, let me do a quick tangent with that. That's why I'm saying this is the dust on the wings, because I was coming to like the final piece of all of this shit is just to me get my um my publishing set up. My publishing set up so I can now move into the next phase of this shit. Understand, like I want y'all to understand, because this was this was butterfly. Um, this is a perfect part of this is this point. Cause this was caterpillar thinking. You feel me? I got people that are telling me, yo, you too old to be trying to rap and get signed. Nigga, I'm not trying to get signed. Nigga, I understand the music business. I'm not trying to get signed to no fucking record label. I don't give a fuck about no record label. I'm not trying to get a million streams. I'm not trying to do that shit. I'm so I'm associating my music as a brand entity. I'm associating my music with every brand that I have. So no matter what I post, if you pay it, no matter what I post on Instagram, it's me. I'm going to get paid off of me, whether it be a stream, whatever it is. But the people that are like, yo, you 33 and you just, I'm not just now trying to rap. I'm not trying to do nothing. I am an artist who now knows how to use music to, I'm, I'm an artist who now learned how to use music for business. Butterfly shit. But I can't explain that to Caterpillars because I've been explaining it to Caterpillars and they're like, yo, it's it's too late. It's too late. You're too old for this. Like, nigga, no, I got you. But in getting the publishing shit, now I can do sync licensing, which means I can get my music in shit. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all are going to see, y'all about to see within the next year. Like, this is the shit that I've been thinking for. I've been, and it's like, the evolution is there, but nobody can see the evolution because they don't see the butterfly. You, you don't notice, you don't pay attention. You can't catch the butterfly until it starts flying. You feel what I'm saying? So this is why I'm, I'm using that point as part of the, the wings. Like I'm literally about to go ahead and have everything set up and shit. And it's dope because I, I own my own masters. I Like everything is mine. Like that. And that's the thing that they're thinking. They're like, yo, you can't, you can't do this. And this is something that's like, it's a caterpillar's mentality. Like I'm, you know what? From this point forward, I'm no longer going to call motherfuckers crabs in a barrel. Ever. You feel me? And this this what I'm speaking on music wise. It has nothing to do with like just my family and I'm like it's everybody. You feel me? It's everybody. I've been I've been I've been getting subs like subliminals from people like motherfuckers past thirty trying to rap. No, I'm not, nigga. <laughs> I'm I've already been a rapper, bro. Like this is that's why there's no hooks on my shit. Like I know exactly what I'm using this for now. Nobody's going to use it for me or use use what I create. You feel what I'm saying? I've learned that side now. I've learned the science of, yo, this. I've learned the science of learning. I understand the science of making 15 to 30 second clips that fit into a certain piece. 
how to drop out some music at a certain point. If you've been listening to my jam sessions, if you heard the instrumentals, if you heard them, if you see how they're strategically placed on my on my post, 15, 14 seconds, it's a reason for that. It's a reason for that. And that reason is because that's how music is placed in media. You feel me? These are things that are a part of the butterfly wings drying, getting the dust on the wings. But I'm using that because it leverages and segues into another aspect of this episode. When you're talking to people, again, when you're speaking to caterpillars (laughs) who can't fathom being a butterfly, they'll never see it. So imagine talking to a a caterpillar saying, hey, what do I need to do next after I fly? You're not supposed to be flying. What? I don't know what you're doing. You can't fly. Like, nigga, you know I'm a whole different being right now, right? You think you different, but you still the same motherfucker. You can't fly. What the fuck is you talking about? Like, nigga, I got wings and I'm trying to figure out how to use them. But then you have to look at, and this segues into tenure and shit. Like, motherfuckers have been caterpillars for so long. Think about how many motherfuckers have been caterpillars past their time. Like, you were supposed to be a butterfly a long time ago. You made a choice not to go into the cocoon. And you're going to tell me that because I went into the cocoon and changed and evolved that I'm not supposed to be flying? Hmm. Interesting, right? Interesting. I love this example. I love this download. I'm not even going to hold y'all, yo. I feel different even delivering this shit. But I love this download because it's like, I used to be on a crabs in the barrel mentality and that made me that gave me such a spiteful energy. Because when you perceive that motherfuckers are crabs in a barrel, it's like you feel like they're you know that they're intentionally pulling you down. Or so you think. People can only respond to their to the limitations of their mind. I need y'all to understand me with that. This is why it's more it's more fitting to use the butterfly and the caterpillar example when dealing with people, when you're transitioning from them. Because crabs are crabs. The fuck does a crab change into? Nothing. So to imply the crabs in the barrel, even it even goes deeper into the implication that you're still the same. You're still, no. And that is that has its own influence too, because it shows that if you don't change when you get out of the barrel, you're doomed to get put back in it. That's the part about the spite. That's the spiteful part that'll fuck you up because when you start doing shit out of spite but not out of peace, you don't make the necessary changes to evolve. So yeah, you're a crab and the crabs are in the barrel. Yeah, you're one of the crabs that got out, but are you still a crab? Sit with that for a second. Because what does that mean? What does that mean for you? Are you going to, eventually you're going to end back up in another barrel. Yeah, you got out of the barrel that you're in, but now you're going to go into another barrel or you're going to get cooked. But you're still a crab. You see what I'm saying? The caterpillar has to realize at some point, I'm not a caterpillar no more. I'm not supposed to be like, I love that example, bro. I ain't going to hold you. I love that shit. Because you have to realize I can't do caterpillar shit no more. And I think that's one of the dopest realities because that realization doesn't come to you when you're a crab in a barrel. 
That realization doesn't come to you when you're actually experiencing the perspective of the crab in the barrel from the metaphorical perspective. You feel me? Because you're like, yo, I'm still one of the crab. I'm one of the ones that got out. And you can't look at it as I'm one of the ones that got out. It's like, yo, I'm a whole different entity. I'm a whole different entity because I wasn't supposed to be in there. As opposed to I'm the same motherfucker who got out. Because now you have to do everything to protect yourself from being put back in there. As opposed to changing the habitat. The habitat of the butterfly is not the habitat of the caterpillar anymore. But the habitat of the crab is the habitat of the crab. You feel me? So... When you are accepting that you have now become the butterfly, you talk different or you don't talk at all. I can't, I can't get, I can't, I'm serious. Like, I can't get caterpillars to understand what it is to fly. And of course, like I haven't taken flight yet. 2024 is my, is, is, is my time. You know how people always be like, yo, this is going to be my year. Like it's not even going to be my year. This is about to be the rest of my century because of the cocoon. And it's, it's a beautiful feeling because it's like the final piece that I had to do was my music. And it was like, that was it. I had to return back to my music from the right perspective. Because my music has always been the thing that got me into this, into all of this. But it's like, I had to turn back to that. But those are the part of the things that become the dust that my wings need to get on. So now going back to the example of how when a butterfly leaves the cocoon, they teach it like Nat Geo got us thinking the shit just happens quick. Nah, nigga, it's out of three weeks of being in a cocoon, just I'm using this for scale. Out of three weeks of being in a cocoon, that's 21 days. It takes about three to four days for the wings to dry, to be able to be functional enough for the butterfly to use. That's amazing. So what is it like? What is three out of 20? It's like one out of seven, roughly about. Yeah. So about one out of seven days. For every seven days in the cocoon, it's going to take one day to dry the wings or roughly about eight. So either one to eight or one to seven. That's the ratio. You feel what I'm saying? So it takes some time to get to that point for the for the dust to settle and to dry. You feel what I'm saying? But it's for the duration of the, the rest of your life. You'll fly the rest of your life. The reason why I'm saying that is because we often rush. Now, this is a more of a transparency moment for myself. I tried to I tried to fly before I was I, I was trying to fly before I was even out of cocoon, man. <laughs> but I had to keep me reminded there's more that you gotta learn. The cocoon ain't done. I was trying to fly like heavy. So it was like a lot of shit was like it was in the impulsive shit. It's like the journey. So any impulsive shit that I was trying to fly quick before I even had wings, it was sit down, learn this. Learn this. My biggest hindrance is was it was uh, it was uh, advertise. The biggest hindrance was advertising, branding, and marketing. And I'm gonna take it back to the beginning of the cocoon being started with Soulfrail One. I, I mentioned this. I mentioned this. I forgot what episode it was. Where I was talking about how <laughs> I was talking about how I wrote the book and I published it in what it was September 2016 or November. Okay, so the physical copy came out November of 2016. The physical digital copy came out September 2016. 
I told myself, I said I was gonna sell a hundred thousand copies by October of 2017. Nigga, where? <laughs> what do you have to be able to do that? These are the instances of what I'm saying. Like, I want it to fly ahead of time. But this now circles back into the caterpillar. That's when the cocoon was starting. You know that you have to fly. You know that you can fly. You know these things. And this is when the cocoon starts being built. See, I was just speaking about like, when does the caterpillar know that it's time? There's a, there's, I don't, I don't, I'm not a caterpillar, so I don't know. But there has to be some kind of divine spark that kicks in and says, you know what? I don't want to walk no more. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I got to figure something out. And once that moment happens, the silk starts being formed in his ass or her ass or whatever. And they got to start spinning the webs and making the cocoon, spinning the shit to make the cocoon. But before it does that, it has to find a stable place to say, hey, this is where I need to be. And think about the preparation that has, it takes to go into the cocoon in the first place. The caterpillar has to live a life where it knows, all right, birds fly over this motherfucker. Okay, I got to worry about this bug. I got to worry about this motherfucker here. Who the fuck can eat me? Who can? I got to do all of that shit and maneuver myself into a space where I can sit for three weeks. Three fucking weeks. When completely undisturbed. To build what I need to build. And in the process... My web comes from everything that I know that I have to have. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I learned so much about so much shit that I was like, all right, I need to know what my cocoon has to be. I knew that it had to be shit. Like, I knew what I needed to build my cocoon for. We'll talk more about that in the future episodes, but this is an impromptu for this particular episode. As the caterpillar finally decides it's time for me to fly, Maybe the caterpillar has visions of, yo, there's more to this. This is, a, this is only one phase of my life. Some caterpillars don't get that point. The download, the message, the, the, the vision, the prophecy, whatever, whatever you choose to call it, you get to a point where you realize that this is a cocoon that I'm about to go in. This is the cocoon that I have to go in if I want to fly. You feel what I'm saying? Nothing along the lines of the way that you do is an accident. The problem is because as humans, we're not caterpillars. We don't have the luxury. <laughs> we don't have a luxury just finding a motherfucking tree. You feel me? We only have two. Like we have caterpillars that can be like caterpillars have caterpillars and then they have butterflies. Like, hey, yo, you ready to come up here? Yep, I'm ready. Let me leave these fucking caterpillars alone. But no, as a human, everybody's going to be a caterpillar around you. Because you have people in different levels of caterpillarhood. You have people in different levels of butterflyhood. They different. You got motherfuckers that you should be talking to that are in a cocoon right now and can't tell you shit. You feel what I'm saying? Just because of my own life purpose and my life path, like I'm a speaker. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a griot. Like I am trend. Like I'll tell more about that in one of the episodes that I, in episode 300. Here's the foreshadowing. I'm gonna tell you what I am, for real, for real. But I'm a griot. I'm a speaker. I'm a. I'm a. It's 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 a, it's levels to what I am, but it's largely tied to my voice. And anyway, in mo- most things, it's like largely tied to my voice. And in knowing that, I realize that I have a message to deliver. I have. Me- I'm the. I'm a messenger, homie. I'm other things, but one of the things that I'm in regards to this is being a messenger. So I had the luxury of being able to. Tell y'all, give y'all the cocoon while I was making it.
Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSing.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. Yep. I was literally giving the cocoon as I was making it. And the sad, the, the wild part about it is that it's like, yo, that was only the cocoon. I know. Like that shit, it hit me too. I'm sitting there like, I'm, I'm having this down low and I'm, I'm thinking about, damn, when am I going to come out of cocoon? And I'm, I had to sit and think about it. Because we, we, we. We use society makes us not stay in the moment so much that anytime we're in the moment, we automatically we can't stop focusing on the previous moments or what's going to come next. So we don't focus on the duration or like what's the, the actual cocoon for. You see what I'm saying? So it goes. We we when we learn about caterpillars or whatever, even watching them and then we go caterpillar cocoon butterfly. What about the two phases just before the preparation to enter the cocoon and the preparation of exiting the cocoon? Like those two moments, those two points are the most important point of the whole shit. If those two points don't work, the whole shit falls. There's no transformation. There's no evolution. There's no evolving whatsoever. You feel what I'm saying? Speaking of, Pokemon was real dope at this. In the first little seasons of Pokemon, the first runs of Pokemon, you had an actual butterfly Pokemon named uh, Butterfree. You feel me? And it evolved from a Caterpie. Now, when you, if you played the game, you know how frustrating it was to have a fucking Metapod. Metapod didn't do shit but harden, oh bitch ass. And if you if you didn't if you didn't evolve, if you just caught a Metapod, chances are it was just gonna harden. You had to catch a Caterpie. Evolved that shit to like level 12, I think, or some shit like that, which means you had to learn tackle, you had to learn string shot, you had to learn something for the Metapod to defend itself. If not, the Metapod would only know Harden. And I think it didn't evolve to Butterfree until like level 16. So for like four or five levels, you have nothing that you can do but strengthen yourself. I'm going to let that breathe right there because that was a cold ass metaphor right there. You feel me? I told y'all, like, I can learn from anything and I can get a message out of anything. But in that brief moment, if you play Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, or Pokemon Yellow, when you caught Caterpie, this is and this is this shows the whole concept of the butterfly thing in life. Like, if you don't train yourself in the right phases, you're not gonna have the necessary materials to go into the next phase. So, like I said, if you just catch a metapod, if you just go into a fucking cocoon. But you have not lived the caterpillar's life to be able to to create the cocoon in the first place. You're not going to evolve right. You're not going to be able to evolve because there's nothing you can do. When when you catch a metapod that doesn't have tackle, all you can do is harden. There's no you. And if you play the video games, you can't get any experience points. And if you can't get any experience points, you can't go to the next level. And if you can't get to level 15 or 16, you're not going to evolve to Butterfree. So if you start off as a Caterpie, 
and you evolve, you learn tackle, you learn string shot, you learn these these other uh moves that'll help you defend yourself when you become the fucking metapod. Then when you hard when you go through the metapod and you harden, you strengthening yourself and you keep doing tackle, then you evolve into the butterfree. Same shit with life in real time. The caterpillar phase is supposed to be for you to go around and see, okay, what tools and what resources do I need to collect before I go into this motherfucking cocoon? What things am I supposed to have in this before I even start? No, no, no. Let me say it like this. What things do I need to start building my, my cocoon? Something that I learned about entrepreneurship and shit, and this has been one of the greatest revelations of my whole journey. You feel what I'm saying? It's the shit part. It's building of the ship to travel. And if you're not, if you're not, if you're not hip to what needs to be, what the ship needs to build, be built, like you're not gonna make the money. You're not gonna make no money. You're not gonna. You, and this is why they always say, like, think, case in point. Talking to people who is like, like a lot of people think I'm supposed to be richer than I am, and it's like, yo, it's like, y'all, do y'all not know what it takes to do this shit? All they know from a caterpillar's perspective is what they research from other caterpillars. And here's what I mean by that. I've had people saying, saying, okay, the average entrepreneur, you're supposed to be turning profit, like major profit by three years. Okay. When you're doing one business, but when you're consuming, when you're creating five brands and making them all digital, technically by your numbers, it should take 15 years to have it done in five. Hmm. I feel personally, not to toot my horn, I think that's pretty impressive. Not just the business, but the brands as well. But when you explain that shit to a caterpillar, <laughs> they're like, no, no, that's not right. Because that's not what I read. You're going to listen to what you read versus what I do and have done and keep doing. Switching it again. You're going to tell me that I can't fly when I have the wings and you got the legs. You dig what I'm saying? Like, y'all follow me on that. Sometimes we get into conversations and we get into altercations and situations with motherfuckers because we're talking about them from, we're two totally different species speaking to each other. But we're of the same soul. You see what I'm saying? Or the same stock, like, you feel me? Because caterpillars are caterpillars. And nigga, I remember when you was a caterpillar. I know you remember when I was a caterpillar. I'm not a caterpillar no more. I'm a butterfly. My wings are drying. Like, let me dry. You feel me? That's one of the biggest things that hinder a lot of us in our growth. Imagine, imagine being in the middle of your cocoon and a motherfucking caterpillar telling you that you're not, you're not supposed to be in a cocoon. Or a caterpillar telling you to get like that's what happens to a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all give up in life. A lot of y'all don't become the butterfly you need because you're in a cocoon phase and you're not left alone. Sticking it back to motherfucking nature. If you seen a cocoon in nature and you picked at it or you moved it from where it was supposed to be or you you're gonna fuck up the and the butterfly will not grow but it won't be able to go back to a caterpillar either so it dies in the cocoon if a bird came right now and just picked the fucking uh caterpillar like how many caterpillars don't become butterflies because they get how many caterpillars don't become butterflies because they get destroyed in their cocoon phase 
sit with that. Some of y'all were caterpillars who have gone into your cocoon phase. Because we're humans, we can regress. But because y'all gone into your cocoon phase, but motherfuckers kept picking at your cocoon before you had a chance to become a butterfly. And this picking at your cocoon is the doubts and the 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 griefs and all of the other stupid shit that they put on you because they say, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. You're not going to make it. I don't know why you're trying to be a butterfly. We caterpillars. What the fuck? We can't, like, you feel me? Some of y'all just get out of the cocoon and say, fuck it, you're right. But now you fucked up. Because you can't go backwards, but you never went forward. So now you can't leave out of cocoon. Now now you still have everything that you built that you learned from the cocoon, but now you realize, damn. Like you see it all the time when people they some people when they drop out of school or when they quit school or whatever the case may be, or whatever. Some people just don't go through and finish their next mission. Because they've been talked out of the shit. By a motherfucker who was never in the shit. I'm sure by now y'all heard jam session. I was like, no wonder y'all was always bitching about the body counts because y'all was never in a body count. Like that's, like that's it. There's motherfuckers who have finally gone gotten into the cocoon. They built themselves up and they like, yeah, now I could be the man. That's this, that, and the third. It gets all the women. It's like I want to shit on them now because they didn't love me in high school. Nigga, you should have went in a cocoon in high school. We all went through the shit. I went through my my ladies' man cocoon and shit. When I went into that motherfucker, like, I was shy. I was timid. I didn't know how to talk to women. I broke out of that shit at 11 fucking years old. Incidentally, that's when the year I lost my virginity, too. But then at that point, it was just like, yo, fuck that. Like, it's my choice. I need to become the ladies' man. I went in and I started figuring out how to talk to women, how to do this shit. Like it's, and that was it. It was history after that. A lot of motherfuckers, your cocoon on, on that regard is your fear of rejection. Once you start getting over rejection and shit, bruh, you building a cocoon. You can't get rejected forever. Well, some of y'all can. But you're not going to get rejected forever, homie. And the more rejections you receive, the more rejections you learn to overcome. And that builds your cocoon. Some of y'all have not. Some of y'all realize that I would always get rejected unless I had money, unless I had this, I had that, and the third. So y'all relied on status. Nigga, we relied on essence back in my day. That's all we had to rely on was fucking essence. And we used our essence to make the cocoon. And that's why we got them all. We fucked them up. We feel me? Because we didn't have no, we ain't know no better. So we didn't evolve out of our shit. We didn't evolve as butterflies. We came out as moths. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. We came out as moths and shit. Again, another Pokemon reference and shit. Motherfucker, gnats go into the cocoon and evolve into a Venomoth and shit. It's a whole different thing. But you feel me? We didn't go into that space looking for, you know what I'm saying? So we came out the wrong, we came out the bad way. But I'm saying that to say this because it's when you get when you get to that point where you you went into your cocoon and when you finally go into your cocoon, you gotta come out. Now, are you gonna come out of spite? Are you gonna come out of peace? feel me? I ain't gonna hold you. Now that I'm at the point where I'm at, like, I was like, I was this close. If you could see me, if I had a video right now, you see where my fingers are. Like, I was this close. This close to transitioning this shit in a spite. This close. But then the download came and said, no. Because you're gonna, when you do that shit, you ain't gonna do shit but fuck it up. You're gonna fuck up everything you built because you're trying to prove a point. See, the thing about spite, spite comes at the expense of people pleasing. 
It's the same shit. And then when you can't please the people, you get spiteful to try to prove the people wrong. I ain't trying to shit on nobody. I ain't trying to show anybody that they should have did this. They should have listened to me. They could have listened. I ain't trying to do that shit anymore. I've made peace with the fact that they butterfly, that, that, that they're caterpillars and they can't understand what it is to fly. And after taking flight, when I do take flight, it's going to be like, yo, you got to let me, you got to teach me how I can't, I cannot put you in a cocoon. That's another thing that happens with us crabs in the barrel mentality. We want to pull everybody out. We want to pull everybody out. This is the reason why we get pulled back in because we want to pull everybody out. You can't, you know why? Cause you climbed out. What's wrong with them? Like sometimes we look at, we get so, it's, it's survivor's guilt. Damn, man, I made it out. I want my, like, no, everybody had the same opportunity to climb out of the barrel. Plot twist is the barrel is created by the crabs. <laughs> you feel me? I get it. Yeah, you know, metaphorically, you put the crabs in the barrel, but over time, the barrel is created by crabs. You can take the barrel out and the crabs will not go nowhere. Keep crabs in the barrel, then remove the barrel and just watch them sit in a pile. Ain't no different than that, that example where they talk about if an elephant raised in captivity with a ball and chain on, it's like the elephant can grow significantly more powerful than it ever been. And that chain don't mean shit, but the moment the chain is on them, psychologically, it's already, the damage is already done. You feel me? So with the crabs in the barrel, like you get mad because it's like, yo, come on, I'm trying to pull you up. I'm trying to pull you up. And you're going to end up getting pulled back down. You can't. You have to accept that if they wanted to get out, they'd climb out. You did. But when you break even deeper than that mentality, because that becomes spiteful. Because then you you have to realize that, yo, y'all, like, you get, like, that's when that ego kicks in and a lot of motherfuckers get the holier than now shit is because it's like, yo, I climbed out of the barrel. It's like, nigga, we not crabs. The fuck, fuck the barrel. Fuck climbing out of the barrel because then people want to throw it. I made it out of the barrel. I did that some dirt. I never wanted to be that person. I have no desire to throw shit in nobody's face anymore because I'm not looking at it from we all crabs and we could have got out. I did at one point in time. I ain't gonna hold you. I used to look at it like that. Nigga, we all, we was crabs in the barrels and now y'all trying to pull me back and shit. Like, no, I'm not trying to come back into the barrel. I'm not trying to test the waters to see, yo, let me go back and help these people and other shit. Like, I ain't, I ain't religious. Y'all know that. But I understood the religion. One of the dopest stories in regards to this is knowing the ark. Noah building the ark was the cat with the cocoon. How many people didn't, like, they laughed at this nigga's nigga, ain't no shit gonna happen. But you know what the important piece of Noah's Ark was? That nothing of his past could come with him. I know millions upon millions were killed and murdered and all of that other shit because they drowned and shit. But no, the actual theme of nothing of your past can come with you. The only thing that was able to come with him was his wife and his kids and the animals. Two of every animal. This nigga ain't taking no books. You feel me? None of his family, his cousins, his aunties. Nobody was there with him. Uncles, nobody. But his future. That was a, like people look at that, that that story and they talk about the immorality and they want to justify the they you see, this is what I this is what I hate about the religious side. 
because they don't teach you how to understand it for real. They don't understand. They don't teach you how to get to the allegory from the mythology. So while people thinking, oh, the flood happened because it was immorality, homosexuality, all this other shit, nigga, y'all missing the whole motherfucking point. This nigga had to build something to keep him from ever having to return to his past. And in going forward, nothing in his past could come with him. How do y'all not see that most basic part of that story? Because you're not taught to see the most basic part of that story. But that story ties into what we're talking about right now. The caterpillars. You feel me? The butterflies in the cocoons. You feel me? When that dust is starting to settle onto your wings, you got to be still. This is now the purpose of this episode. You have to be still and let the fucking wings dry. I don't understand. I don't think we understand the dynamic of how much rest is required after the emergence of something. And a butterfly is the perfect representation of that. That time frame, even if it's for it's, it was in its own locked in hermit phase, whatever we want to call it, it was locked in that motherfucker for three three to four weeks or whatever. Matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up just so I can. Um, actually see what it is because i'm gonna say like how long does a because i don't want to keep saying three weeks and it'd be wrong and shit y'all know i don't like doing that i like to make sure i know exactly what's going on ah uh-huh, it's 21 days <laughs> all right so all right i was right <laughs> damn <laughs> so anyway it is 20 up to 21 days so again for three weeks <laughs> imagine for three weeks and it's taking you you know what i'm saying about three days for your wings to dry. Scale that and make it bigger. You dig what I'm saying? Enjoy the time it takes for your wings to fucking dry. Because we're in such an instantaneous society, we're such in a in a status-driven society. We're in a status-driven society around motherfuckers who don't create shit. So everybody's like, yo, move on to the next, move on to the next. You can't just move on to the next when you have evolved into something different. You need to know what you evolved into. Because I'm pretty sure when the motherfucking butterfly comes out of the fucking cocoon and it got these heavy ass wings on his back, it's like, yo, what the fuck is this? Bitch, I used to have 20 fucking legs. I got six of these motherfuckers. What the hell? What the hell is going on? You got to adjust. Even if, and see, this is where it gets, because it's like, what you saw in your what you saw in your mind is not the same as what you hold in your reality. Yeah, yeah, it it's manifested itself, but in your mind it was never tangible. In the mind there was never an experience. In the mind there was never the different aspects of what the mind had to of what the reality now has to connect to what was perceived. Do you feel where I'm going with that? In your mind you see it in an infinite way. You don't Ooh. In your mind, you see it as the infinite creation that it is. But you have not experienced it as the limited creation it has to be to stay in the world. In your mind, you see it as the infinite creation that it is. Or that it can be. But in the world, you have to see it as the limited creation that it is. 
And I know it's like, yo, we ain't got no limitations and shit like that. No, no, no. The physical world has boundaries that the that the mental world does not have. There's shit that you can see in the mental world that you have to make adjustments to once it comes into the physical world. You feel where I'm going with that? And those adjustments are are the tangible pieces that you have to adjust to. This is the part of the dust on your wings. And this is a part of what happens in a cocoon. So when a butterfly is created, I mean, when a caterpillar is creating a cocoon and it's building a cocoon or whatever the case may be, it sees, I'm going to be able to fly. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to like, but it has not created the tangible reality yet. You feel what I'm saying? What you envision in your mind is far superior than what it is that you create in this world. From first-hand experience, I'm keeping it honey with you. What you see in your mind is far different than what you actually see because there's limitations to the physical world. Yes, there's no limitation to your mind and what you bring to your mind, you should, but that's where the evolution comes in. I'm going to say it like this. If we look at where Instagram is right now, right? Instagram, the original vision may have been this right now, but how did it start? You had to go through the different versions. You see what I'm saying? Because when you see, you can see the final piece of something, you still have to bring it into the world, how it can be fit within the limitations. And then it has to grow into that. If you look at computers, remember they used to have the green screen and you just type and shit. Like you didn't, you couldn't play game. Like remember the video games of computers and shit? Like you just typed in the code and then all you can do is like those, that's how video games used to be. Now you have first player shooter games that you can strafe and do certain things and movements and all this other shit. Like it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm sure the original vision was what we see as gaming right now. But you can't start, you can't bring the, the full vision into the reality first because there's limitations that won't allow it to happen. That's what the cocoon is for. But in the cocoon space, a lot of people die in the cocoon because what they see in their mind, they're not willing to allow the limitations to stop them first. That's a part of letting the dust get onto the wings. How many times have you created something? How you saw something in the mind and when you tried to do it, it didn't work? Like an artist. I love, I love, I love when I see this, like the traditional artist, the, the cliche artist. Like, I'm not saying cliche in a disrespectful way. I'm just saying when we think artists, we think of a motherfucker who draw a paint. When they go back and they show their first paintings versus where they are right now, I'm sure where they are right now is how they originally saw themselves as an artist. In their mind, that's how they saw themselves as an artist. But how it manifested in the world, there was a limitation to it. Some of us get defeated in life because we saw it in, our, in its final form and shared it with a motherfucker who couldn't see the final form. And when we shared the original form, the limitation that we had to go through to get to that final form, we got shut down and didn't want to go into the cocoon to actually learn how to get to that point because somebody said, stick to your day job or you need to get serious. You know how many people I know who are solid artists who are not doing their art right now because someone told them that's not going to pay your bills. That's not going to do this. That's not going to do this. You know who the motherfuckers that are eating the most right now in this world? The artist. I'm going to keep it under with you, bro. Like, we have transitioned into a state of the world where everything they told you was not going to work is the only thing that's working. Say I'm lying. Niggas is getting paid to play video games, homie. Motherfuckers is getting paid to play video games, but the motherfucker who actually got the good education is struggling. 
and they told you that <laughs> art isn't real. They told you to get serious. They told you that that's not the reason why is because when you show your vision to somebody and it comes into this world, the first time it's limited. When it's in its limited form, you have to keep pushing it until you see it how you see it in your mind. Nobody can see it that way but you. And you cannot give it to people or express it to people and say, hey, this is what I see. They don't see it. And sometimes because of the way when we want a support system, our support system is supposed to fuel the belief in ourselves. And it's deeper than that. They're supposed to be able to fuel the perception of what we see in our mind. But they can only acknowledge the perception that they see in their mind. You know how many people. You know how many people can only see like if I tell you that I can do if I if I tell you that I can draw as good as Picasso in my mind, I see myself drawing as good as Picasso. But then my first drawing isn't as good as Picasso's. What are you going to do? Some people will laugh. Some people not many people will actually put in the due diligence to say, hey, keep going keep going or provide you with resources. Your support system is supposed to provide you with resources necessary, the mental and the physical resources necessary for you to create and, and to bring into reality what you perceive in your mind. Our support system don't do that. Some of us, some of us think a support system is a people who tolerate you a lot. No, your support system is to be is to help you diminish the gap between what you see in your mind and what you are putting into this world. We have got so caught up into a reality of perfectionism that if you can't do it right the first time, and this is the school system doing this, that if you can't do it right the first time, you're not going to be able to do it at all. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. But then it takes it back to the point of. You see yourself as a butterfly and a caterpillar is telling you that you can't fly. So do you think you're really going to be able to fly? No, because you're not going to go through the necessary processes to develop the things that you need to put you in the cocoon that's going to lead you to your flight. This is one of the reasons why I've always like if y'all have booked one on one sessions with me, whatever, I never tell y'all that there's nothing you can't do. I never I, I ask you every when if you've been in these motherfucking sessions, you'll be like, yo, I, I'm like, yo, so how do you how do you propose you go about doing that? I never tell you that there's a limitation. The limitation is how it presents itself into this world. The only reality is that you have to overcome the limitation to be able to see what you see in your mind. When I wrote So Frail One, I told y'all it was three series, three copies to it. I said, I hope y'all know So Frail so has three parts to it. So Frail 1 had just came out. And I told y'all there's going to be three parts to it. Certain situations and events had to occur in order for the rest of the books to come out. I knew that. I knew that it had to align it with a certain moment at a certain time. I knew these things. But everybody that, nah, that's like, I don't think you. They thought I just, like, no, I know what the fuck I got to write. I know what the fuck I got to do. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all heard me here talking about it. And this this is one of the dope things. Like, y'all heard me here talking about my jam sessions, things that were coming out, things that I'm saying. Like, you seeing them. What I saw in my mind, yeah, I got a jam session. What is it? Is it retinal blurs? And this one is streaming. This one is up and everything. It was uh, what I saw. In the, is it retinal? Yeah, retinal blurs. It starts off with what I saw in the mind, I see in the mirror. And it's, that line is so iconic and, pro- and profound to me because it's like, I finally see it as I saw it in my mind. 
but it took me some time to get to these points. So even I said that now, it took time to jot down the universe's formulas. The 12 laws clearly showed me what my aura was. There was things that I had to learn along the way that was a part of the cocoon. So in that, I knew that I wanted my music associated with my brands every time, right? But I knew that there was a process of things that I had to learn to get to that point. I couldn't just come up and say, hey, I want to put my music on Instagram. Okay, how do you do it? Okay, now I got to go figure out the process. I had to go figure out the copywriting. I had to go figure out the, the, the distributions. I had to go, like, all of this shit is done now. But now I'm on the other side of doing that final piece of getting the my publishing and shit so I can get doubled. I can double dip in my money. This music business is beautiful, but I can double dip in my money now. Because not only can I get paid for the stream and the actual contribution of music, now I'm going to get paid as a songwriter. I'm going to get paid as a producer. I'm going to get paid as a, I make all my own shit. This is a part of the dust on the wings. You feel what I'm saying? So in my mind, I've always saw this. I always saw this. And there was little things I knew that I was like, okay, bet. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to do this. From the time when I started on MySpace, having my own music on my MySpace page, I knew that I was going to eventually get to a point where I would have music on social media. There was never a doubt in my mind that it was going to happen. I don't give a fuck how long it took. You feel me? I knew that this was going to happen, but certain realities had to play themselves out. You feel what I'm saying? Because what we see in our mind is our divine connection to the universe. That's what our soul was here to put for. Like, that's why you see it so vividly. But now it's on you to figure out what cocoon do I have to go on? What things do I have to learn along the way to put me in the right cocoon so I can fly? And this is why I have that podcast, that podcast episode on reassurance versus advice. You got to stop seeking reassurance from motherfuckers because what are you, you're seeking, you're reassurance versus advice. When you go to reassurance and you're trying to get advice, you call it, they call it advice. But how the fuck can you get advice on flying from a caterpillar? You watch motherfuckers attempt to go into a cocoon and say, nope, I'm not doing that. And they're going to tell you that you can't come out the other side as a butterfly? Nope, because why? When I tried to go into a cocoon, it didn't work for me. You didn't even have enough silk in your ass, bro. Sis, whoever, you didn't have enough silk to even spin a motherfucking cocoon out. You couldn't even make a chrysalis. You feel me? So you didn't make a, a chrysalis. I have enough skill. I have everything I need to make the cocoon. Now what happens when I go in it? Oh, no, I don't think you should go in a cocoon. I don't think that's smart. I think you should stay right here in Caterpillar land with us. No, nigga, I'm not staying in Caterpillar land. I'm not a fucking Caterpillar. What you mean you're not a Caterpillar? What I see in my head is, is not what this it's not what this is. You feel me? A lot of us never get to that point. A lot of us legit never get to that point because of the caterpillar. It's not even the crabs in the barrel. It's because of caterpillars. Caterpillars don't know the butterflies exist. No, no, no. I'm gonna say that. Caterpillars know butterflies exist, but caterpillars don't know that they butterflies. Sit with that metaphor for a bit. Caterpillars know butterflies exist, but caterpillars do not know that they are butterflies. You feel me? Makes sense, right? Because think about it. Caterpillars are what? They're like, nigga, we don't have wings. So as a caterpillar seeing it, but it's when a caterpillar becomes the butterfly that the butterfly can look back and say, damn, nigga, I was a caterpillar. <laughs> Shit. Imagine two butterflies having a conversation like, yo, bro, you remember when we were butterflies? 
but caterpillars can't fathom. Remember, no butterflies having um two conversations. They're like, "Yo, remember we was caterpillars," and then but caterpillars can't have the conversation about butterflies. Except, damn, butterflies are so cool. They could fly, bro. I wish I could fly. I wish I could do this. Spec, like, nigga, you know you a butterfly, right? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. If you've heard me say, you've listened to the podcast long enough, you've heard me say things like, I reminisce on shit people haven't even fathomed. It came off very arrogant when I said it. I even had a motherfucker tell me some shit like that, nigga. You you need to humble yourself. There's nothing to humble myself for, bro. I do reminisce on shit that people haven't fathomed. This is the perfect representation of that physically so people can get it and get off my motherfucking nuts. Ain't nothing arrogant about what I'm saying. Ain't nothing cocky about what I'm saying. It's the fucking reality. I reminisce on shit people haven't fathomed because I have become a butterfly and people are still caterpillars. A butterfly can reminisce on being a caterpillar, but a caterpillar still can't fathom being a butterfly. Caterpillar can see butterflies and not know that it is a butterfly. Crazy, right? It's like, nigga, you know that's what you turn into, but now we got to look at it from the perspective of this is not what I am. But then the butterfly's like, that's what I've been. That's the that's the 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 reality that we have to deal with. That's the reality that we face. But there's that fine window where you have to learn to accept it. That window is when you come out of the cocoon and your wings are drying. Again, I'm in that space right now. And it's it's for me, it's it's I ain't gonna say it's scary. I'm gonna say it's exciting. It's exciting because it's like, damn, I did all of this in the cocoon. I was in a cocoon the whole fucking time. Whole time I thought I was a butterfly already. Because my cocoon had to be wrapped a certain way. Wasn't time for me to come out yet. And in this cocoon, it's like, all right, these are all of the things that are going to make your cocoon. Now you have to sit with them. And it's like the easiest thing to do was the last thing I had to do. Y'all know how easy music is for me. Music is like, you know what I'm saying? But that was the final piece. The writing of the books, the learning how to market, the learning how to brand, the creating of the courses, all of that shit, that was the hardest part. That's why it had to be done first. I had to develop the confidence in myself to be able to do all of these things. Like I knew I was going to be everything that I am right now. I knew it. I knew it. I saw it every fucking day of my life. The problem was a limitation of the physical realm. When it comes, when you build it and you put it into the world the first time, it's never what you envision it. But a lot of people give up because it's not how they envision it. You feel me? It's not how they envision it the first time. So they're like, oh, nah, if this is what I created and it's not how this is. If I couldn't get it right the first time, it's not like, no. No, you don't get it right the first time. You just got to get it right. And you have to sit with it enough. And to where the door opens up the right way. I realize in life, I realize that I'm a, I'm, I'm pioneer, I pioneer a lot of shit. I pioneer a lot of shit. And what I'm about to go into right now is going to be some pioneering shit. What y'all are seeing right now has never been done before. Like, I'm not trying to toot my horn or anything like that. I'm Look at it. Between how, look at how my social media is now set up. You feel me? 
with the with the videos, with the reels or whatever the case may be. I got that catch. Like that's gonna evolve into something different too. I just had to get my face back out there, but that's gonna evolve into something that have my brand straight down the middle, and then every song you hear is mine. Yeah, you have the rappers and you have the artists and stuff who are promoting their songs, but who is doing the things that I've done and still put the creativity to it to have like, this is a web, bro. I don't know if y'all ever heard me say this, but like my spirit animal, one of my spirit animals is a spider. And I always wondered why I always, I never wanted to kill a spider. I've always had a deep connection to a spider and shit. And I realized once a spider creates the web, nothing leaves it. I've created an, a beautiful web for myself. And this is one of the final pieces, but this is a matter of me having to put the final tone to it to say, hey, homie, I got to do this. I have to put the final pieces on this, but I got to let my wings dry. One of the moments that this is something that has been just told to me so many times, and I'm saying this to people too, when you come at like rest. Think about it. If we're looking at it, let's say, let's say caterpillars are humans, or they can even think like humans. Who knows? But let's say caterpillars can think like humans. What do you think is going through the caterpillar's mind while it's in a cocoon? It's a mental breakdown, psychological breakdown, spiritual breakdown. It's like, nigga, what the fuck is happening to me? And I can't escape. Imagine that. A lot of us, when we're doing our, whatever it is that we're creating, whatever, we get to that point of no return point. When you're in something and you know something is going on and it's changing, but you don't know what the fuck is happening to you and you can't get out of it. That's the cocoon. When you're going through dramatic transformation and you can't get out of it. Imagine what's going through the mind of a caterpillar. It's like, nigga, what the fuck is happening? I'm in this dark ass fucking room. All I keep thinking about is I can't leave this motherfucker. Everything is changing about you. Your mentality, your spirituality, everything. This is one of the things like, it's like with people that I know that are close to me, they say shit like, yo, when is this phase going to wear off about you and religion? It's not a phase, bro. That's why y'all can't bang with me with the shit. That's why every time we talk about the shit, y'all got to, because y'all are caterpillars in the shit. Y'all don't believe that there's another side to this. Y'all don't believe that there's anything on the other side. And that's why y'all remain caterpillars. When I talk about entrepreneurship, investing, trading and shit with these, like, nah, it's like, I don't see, I don't, I can't, because it's not about them trying, and this is. The key takeaway from all of this, stop trying to get people to believe what you perceive. They can't perceive it. You can do everything you can. You can do anything you want to do. You can show them day in and day out exactly what you're doing. If they can't perceive it, they can't perceive it. It just ain't going to work. And when you get to that space of, I have to try to get you to believe it, that's when you get pulled back into the barrel. You feel me? But then when you accept that, I can't get you to, I can't get you to perceive it. So I accept that you can't perceive it and I move forward, you move into peace and you turn into the butterfly. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe clothing. Formerly Just Seen's merch 
Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated bean to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Pala Cafe clothing? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to end it there. Man, I really needed to release that download, bro. Like, my mind done got so clear, bro. I done got light. Like, I really needed to release that. I should have gave y'all this episode a long time ago. But season 11 can't come back. Oh, speaking of season 11, right? Even in season 12, y'all. I just want to share with y'all. <laughs> all right, look. <laughs> Don't be mad at me when I say this, but... I'm going to extend beyond season 12. I, I don't, I'm not going to end the podcast at season 12. Uh, I realized that in, in, so the reasoning behind it was because I just thought I was done, but I realized that that is, it's not done. It's never going to be done. It can't be done because I'm never going to be done. You feel me? And so we're not stopping at season 12. And so if you, you know, you made preparations or you prepared, like you can mentally break it. I'm not ending that season 12. I'm going to keep rocking until I have nothing more to give. Uh, but that was a part of being in a cocoon. And the reason why I thought season 12 was, it was going to be the end because I was coming. I knew just like with so for three, y'all remember when I was saying I was writing so for three and I had this ominous feeling like what next, what am I going to do next? I realized that certain cocoons, I was coming out of cocoons in certain regards. You feel what I'm saying? And a part of the podcast was that, like, damn, when I get to season 12, then I'm going to really be done. No, by the time you get to season 12, you'll be out of the cocoon, the ultimate cocoon that you was in. That's it. That's all that meant. And I get that now because it's like, all right, bet now my wings are drying. And I know that my wings are drying based off of everything that I was that I've done, everything that I've like, you know, and what I'm coming into and what I'm transitioning to right now. It's like there's a a massive shift, y'all, and it's about to be crazy. It's about to be crazy. I can't even put into words what it really is, but I'm being called to rest and I'm being called to um, to transform. I'm, I'm, I'm not being called to transform. I'm being called to rest and let my wings dry. That was, that's been the download the whole time. And I wanted to share that with y'all because y'all know I like to fuck with y'all. I like to let y'all in. You feel me? But it's been, that's been the message, like resting and letting the wings dry. You feel me? Stop. And it's like, as the butterflies, I think, and I wanted to say this, and I'm gonna start. I want to use this to um to close it. The butterfly, when it comes out of the cocoon, if you watch it, when the wings are in that drying phase, even if like we're losing it because they use the time lapse. So let's say for like three days, it's just sitting there doing nothing. How does the butterfly dry its like when the wings are starting to it periodically flaps them to strengthen them to get familiar with them. Butterfly never takes off straight. It doesn't, and if it does try to do that, it will die. The reason why it's gonna die is because it'll damage its wings. It'll fall, it'll, it'll, it'll end itself before it has the capacity to actually utilize the wings. So it allows the wings to dry, it allows itself to get stronger with the wings, it allows itself to function, it rests. You feel me? It might flap two or three times and then chill. Flap two or three more times and then chill get to a point where it can just hold the wings up like there's a lot that has to go into it when a butterfly comes out of the motherfucking cocoon the wings are stuck to its body 
It literally slips out like a fucking baby out of a womb. It, it comes out and the wings have to dry, have to be exposed to the open air. It has to be exposed. It has to rest. And then it has to start to move little by little. Can't just take off. And that's been my thing. I've been ready to take off for the fucking longest, but I'm at that space where it's like, you know, I'm at peace with not having to take off and taking off in small spurts because what's coming next, once what's coming next is exactly what I envision. And I had to come to terms with the reality that, and I'm so glad that I got this revelation before it happened because I was going to be a spiteful motherfucker. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Back then, they didn't want me. I'm not just speaking on women. I'm just using cliche shit where motherfuckers was like, you feel me? Niggas hated on me then. Nigga, like, nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not going into this next phase of my life spiteful. Now, a lot of people still will be cut out. And it won't be them cut out because I'm mad at them. Because I made peace with, oh, you're a caterpillar. I can't talk butterfly shit with you no more. I'm not even going to try to talk butterfly shit with you because that takes away from my time as a butterfly. Imagine that. Imagine that. You got a whole, like, like you a whole fucking butterfly and you can go do what you want to do as a butterfly, but you still want to talk to the caterpillars about caterpillar shit. Uh-uh. I got to go get some butterfly shit under my belt. And a lot of people don't want to see, like, even when butter, caterpillars, are, like, when a butterfly and the cycle of life happens... When a butterfly lays its eggs and shit or whatever it does, and it has its caterpillars, what are the siblings? They're caterpillar siblings. I'm sure caterpillars have siblings and cousins and shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying? It's like, what happens when you become a butterfly? You leave that shit alone. I don't do caterpillar shit no more. I can't fuck with caterpillars. I was just talking to a homie the other day about it. And it was like, yo, you sure you, that's, you, that's going to be, like, no. I'm like, y'all don't get it. I'm like. I'm not do- y'all know I'm not doing this out of out of anger towards y'all or towards anybody. But do you understand where I'm coming from? Nah, I don't feel like again, you're speaking from the caterpillar. Like you're speaking from the caterpillar's perspective, telling me why I should not be the butterfly I am. Or the butterfly that I work to become. As opposed to saying, bruh, I want to become a butterfly too. If this is what you got, you're not ready for it. This is the this is a hard reality that I had to come to terms with on multiple levels of life. Y'all heard me talk about the conversations with women that I was involved with, where it's just like like the million the woman that I was talking about sitting on a billion dollar idea and won't bring it. That's a caterpillar. That's a caterpillar who doesn't want to go into cocoon. I'm not mad at her. I used to like I was I was very upset that it's like yo you wasting your potential and shit like that. No, some people are caterpillars and that's fine. They don't want to go in a cocoon. They don't think that they can become a butterfly. It goes back into what I was saying. Caterpillars don't know that they are butterflies too. A caterpillar does not know that it is a butterfly until it becomes a butterfly and remembers that it used to be a caterpillar. Do you feel where I'm going with that? That's what you have to deal with in life. Some You want so much to bring people with you, whatever the case may be, you have to realize, dude, are they able to become butterflies? You can't bring caterpillars to a butterfly party, homie. Because now what happens when the motherfucking birds come and the butterflies can fly away, nigga? <laughs> the caterpillar stuck. Now the caterpillar mad at you. Now the caterpillar is mad at you because they weren't in the bright space. They didn't make the necessary evolution. Now you got to feel bad about the motherfucking caterpillar because they didn't want to become a butterfly. But the caterpillar's like, see, nigga, I told you I'm not a butterfly. You're right. You're right. 
You see what I'm saying? Like you're dealing with women that have, you know, it's like women of my past who come back during retrogrades and shit. It's like, are you still the same person? I used to get upset at that shit because it's like, yo, that means I would have wasted my time with you too. No, that was that was life showing. That was reality showing me like, yo, you have to learn the distinction between caterpillars and butterflies. Because I held on and I harbored so much out of spite that I wasn't able to see it. I'm so busy focusing on crabs in a barrel. Nah, see, Shorty was just trying to hold me back. She was just trying to hold me down. No, she was trying to become, she was a caterpillar that wanted to become or wanted to grow into a butterfly, just didn't know how. So she stayed a caterpillar. That's not necessarily crab in the barrel mentality. You feel me? You just got to accept what it is. And it's not just the women. This is homies. This is friends. This is people, period. This realization really just brought me to a whole new level of peace that I don't have to feel guilty about life for. That I don't have to feel like some people are caterpillars that don't want to become butterflies because they don't know that they're butterflies for real. And it's okay. They may have glimpses and flashes of, you know, you. I've talked to people who say, yeah, I want to do this. Okay, so what are you going to do to do that? I don't know. It just ain't for me. All right. Anything for you, anything you want to be for you is for you if you make it for you. I, that's how I look at life. But again, that's what happens when you know that you're going to become a butterfly. When you know you're a caterpillar, but you also know you're a butterfly. You're like, I'm not going to be a caterpillar long, motherfucker. <laughs> But you have people that say, I can't be, I'm going to be a caterpillar forever. Imagine that. I'm not going to be a caterpillar forever. But some people, it's, it's, some people can't see beyond that. So they don't try to see beyond that. So if you get wrapped up in that reality of, yo, I want all caterpillars to become butterflies. Some caterpillars don't think that they're butterflies, so you can't do it. I've been throwing cliches out for so long, I didn't even know what I was talking about. Dead horses in water is the epitome of this. That shirt, that, that's iconic for a reason. Dead horses in water. Because that's the, that's the perfect, like, you're not going to make them become butterflies, homie. You can show them everything you're doing. You can show them everything you're doing as a butterfly. As long as they see themselves as a caterpillar, they will never get to it. And that is a large metaphor, like I said, tied on a bigger perspective. Understand what life is doing to you. Understand what part of the life you're in and understand where you're supposed to stand. Some of y'all, some of y'all right now, you're in cocoons. You feel me? So you this 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 conversation applies to you. But at the end of the day, that battle, you're not worried about that shit. You ever you, you're in that space where you've gone too far to turn back, but you're too afraid to go forward. This is for you. You're going way too far to go back, but you're slightly scared to go forward because of what is back there. It keeps reminding you that if you go further, if you keep going further, you're going to lose this or you're going to lose that. Understand, look at it from a different perspective because I used to be that way. You feel me? I'm going to lose these friends. I'm going to lose this person. Like It's like, you didn't. how do you lose them when you didn't have them in the first place? This is a choice. This is a decision. This is an ability to go and say, I'm the caterpillar who's going to become the butterfly. You're in a cocoon now. Don't die in a motherfucker. Turn into the butterfly and let your wings dry and then reminisce on shit that people ain't fathomed yet and let it be okay. Don't feel survival's guilt. Like, don't feel guilty for that shit. A lot of us, we hold on to that. We try to feel guilty for leaving the past and leaving shit like that because... 
crabs in the barrel mentality. It works twofold. It works twofold. The people that are in the barrel, that'll pull you back down, but then you getting out thinking, oh, I got to go back and pull motherfuckers out. Uh-uh. No, nigga. No. That's why I don't fuck with that, because a crab is still a crab. You feel what I'm saying? When the crabs in the barrel mentality kicks in, the crabs are still the crabs. But when you tell a butterfly, when you're a butterfly and you're telling a caterpillar, yo, you can come up to where I am if they're choosing not to, that's it. You don't want to be a butterfly, and that's fine. Because we're two totally different things. And a butterfly will never try to convince a caterpillar that it can fly. A butterfly will let a caterpillar know it has to evolve in order to fly. When you're de- dealing with the crabs in the barrel mentality, you, the motherfucker, you believe that the motherfucker can do what you can do. You feel me? I used to have that mentality for a long time. Oh, y'all can do it because I can do it. No, I've learned that shit the hard way. Trying to teach motherfuckers day trading and investing and shit, reading the fucking markets because I'm so fluid with it. I had to realize I was a butterfly talking to motherfucking caterpillars. It didn't matter about the crab part. But when I perceived that crab in the barrel mentality as, yo, I'm trying to help people break out and do the shit like that. Yo, I don't, I'm seeing them as my equal. I'm seeing them as me. And it's cool on that level. But when you actually a butterfly and you're looking at a caterpillar, you can't, I can't teach you about flying when you don't even know how to take flight. You don't even believe you're supposed to fly. So take that and understand that it's okay. If it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay to evolve into the butterfly and leave the caterpillars alone. Just make sure you're there when those caterpillars become butterflies. Because then you'll be able to relate to one another. But I'm going to go ahead and there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons and our daughters, our babies, because this is an impromptu. So in our babies, our babies are caterpillars and they know that they're going to be butterflies. They know that they're going to be butterflies. Stop killing their dreams. Stop killing their dreams. What they see in their mind, when they draw those pictures, when they bang on those pots and pans and shit, when they start creating shit, and you think, oh, no, nah, my baby think they... No, nourish that. Because what they see in their mind is limited by what the physical reality is. They'll eventually see it if they're able to keep working on it. They're able to get the, the tools, the resources, and shit like that. The problem is we get so wrapped up in being perfectionists that we don't allow the shit to work. I was mentioning this, and I briefly talked about it, but got off... The education system is designed this way because it makes if you don't get the A the first time, you ain't shit. What do you think that does to your mind as a creator? Because what you see in your mind is never what you see in your mind is the A, but the reality is an F. It has to become a D, it has to become a C, it has to become a B, then it has to become an A, then it has to become an A plus, A plus, then it has to become a hundred percent. But it's a hundred percent in your mind first. But then when you're in an education system that teaches you, if you don't get it right the first time, you're not 100%. You give up. The motherfucker said, I do not want a nation of thinkers. I need a nation of workers. This is what the fuck he meant. Stop doing that to our babies. They are caterpillars who know they, they, can, they, they can become butterflies. You feel me? They are creators who know what they need to be creating in their mind. They just can't create it yet because they have not built the, the the capacity to be able to do it yet. But as the provider, as the parent, as their guide, you're, that's that's your mission to show them how to get to that point. Don't downplay all oh, my baby think they can draw. Yeah, put that shit on the refrigerator. They're going to eventually get better. Show them fine tuned things. 
expose them to the shit that is improvements of where they are. It's not fucking hard. It's not fucking hard, but it becomes impossible when you don't think that you're supposed to be doing that and you're basing your child's reality off your limitation. Stop doing that to the, to the babies. What they see in their mind is the absolute reality and they can create it if you allow them the time to do so and develop the skills. Feel me? Remember that, but go ahead and kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables and we'll probably be back for season 11 in January. Um, for sure, because like I said, my wings are drying. But I just wanted to touch y'all with that. So go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I see y'all when we get back. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.